Merry Christmas and welcome into the Grace Point Daily Podcast. I'm Jeremiah Johnson. Doesn't it feel good to say Merry Christmas? It is the most wonderful time of the year. Hey, I'm so grateful that you're joining us on the Grace Point Daily Podcast. Not long ago, we celebrated over 1,000 plays. So thank you for all of you that are listening. Please continue to like subscribe, connect with it, applause it, favorited it, get the word out about the Grace Point Daily Podcast. We exist to bring you daily encouragement for your daily walk with Christ. So let me ask you a question. If you know me, when I ask the question, you're already going to know my answer. Most likely, if you've spent any time around me Christmas, (laughs) the holiday season, what is your favorite Christmas movie? I know there's a lot of them, aren't there, throughout the years, for those of you that have lived longer than others, but my favorite Christmas movie is Elf. That's right, Buddy the Elf. Who doesn't love Buddy the Elf, the classic Christmas movie of the best of all time, in my personal opinion, and I'm still waiting for Buddy the Elf 2. When are they going to come out with Elf 2? It's going to be awesome, but I want to talk about lessons from Buddy the Elf today. I'm actually going to talk about this tomorrow at church, so for those of you that aren't joining us at Grace Point this Sunday, uh, this is just going to be a little uh, small summarized version of what I'm going to preach, but you know you know the stories, those of you that love Buddy the Elf like I am Buddy is... This uh, adopted, this he's a human, and he's adult, adopted by Santa, and he grows up with elves, and all of a sudden, one day, he realizes that he's not an elf anymore, that he's a human, and he has a real father in New York, and he goes to see him, and Santa lets him go see his father in New York, and it's this whole funny, awkward story about how he wants to go see his dad who abandoned him, and all the things that come along the way, and then he ends up helping and saving Christmas in the end, but uh, so many great, uh, it's one of those movies that has so many great one liners in it, I think. But there's a few one-liners in it that I think have some great spiritual applications. So here's the first one. One of the great phrases that he says is, the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. You know, and so where everybody's going, he's singing, he's joyous, he's happy, he's singing about Christmas while everyone else is is in the hustle and the bustle of the Christmas season. He is singing. There's no fear. There's no shame. He's just lifting it up. And isn't that what the Bible teaches us? That the secret to life is praise and worship. I mean, think about it. Go back to the Bible, specifically in the Christmas story. What happened when Mary got pregnant? She sang a song. What happened when Elizabeth got pregnant with John the Baptist? She sang a song. Her hearts were filled with joy. Here's the thing. We should uh, you we should sing. That's why we sing is because singing creates a spiritual dynamic that draws us close to God and lifts his name up in our lives. Praising does this. Here's here's a few things that's that praising and worshiping God does specifically in the Christmas season. Number one, praising our Father reminds us of his goodness and who he is. When you begin to sing, when you get begin to praise and worship, you know what it does? It reminds us of who God is and what he has done in our life. Number two, it helps us to focus our hearts on God and it draws us into his presence. Man, it, it, it's so simple and so true. You should try, you should spend every day praising and worshiping and singing to the Lord. This morning we had a men's prayer meeting. It's always early in the morning. I'm not an early morning guy, but I know even this morning we started playing a couple worship songs. And I tell you, as I began to sing and praise and worship, it, it allowed me to focus on God. It reminded me of his goodness. 
and I just felt closer to him. And you know, it also fills our hearts with peace, his perfect peace. That's what Jesus is this Christmas holiday. He is the Prince of Peace. So the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Thanks, buddy. Buddy knew what Jesus was talking about. Buddy knew the word of God, that we should be singing, we should be praising, that we should be worshiping, not Santa Claus, but Jesus, the reason for the season, right? Uh, the second, another phrase that he throws out, it's funny as he's going into New York and he's seeing all the sights of New York, he uh, says this phrase, congratulations, you've done it. You've done it. World's best cup of coffee. So here's Buddy, he's cruising past this coffee shop. It's clearly just an average everyday coffee shop. It probably doesn't have the best coffee shop in the world, but you know, it has the, the advertising saying that they do. And so he runs in and he says, congratulations everyone, you've done it. World's best cup of coffee. And everyone uh, blankly stares at him like, what is this dude in the elf costume? talking about. But you know, one of the characteristics that makes Buddy so lovable is his heart of encouragement, that he loved to encourage other people. He was so happy and so joyous. I got to be honest, I, I probably that's probably not my greatest gift. I'm going to confess right now, being an encouraging person. I'm not saying that I'm not an encouraging person, but I'm definitely not on the Buddy level and I need to be, right? But scripture is full of admonition to let our, our words be those of encouragement, words that build each other up. When's the last time that you built each other up? And I tell you what, it's amazing. One of the things I always appreciate as a pastor is encouraging words. I'll be, I'll be honest. I mean, it's not like I need them all the time, but there's nothing, there is nothing greater that lifts me up is when somebody in the church comes alongside me and says, I love you, pastor. That was awesome. And, and just encourages me. That makes me want to be a good pastor. That makes me want to follow Jesus. I know there's one guy in our church right now, shout out to Don Smith. He has been homebound because he broke his foot for a while. But the thing I love about him is that every time I meet with him, he always says, I love you, pastor. I'm so grateful. You're something like that. He always says some phrase like that. And I am so encouraged. So let's learn to be like buddy. And let's actually do what the Bible says. Let's learn to be people of encouragement. Amen. The next one, uh, he, he meets with his father. His father doesn't really like him or want him, uh, but yet again, he's just pursuing him. And he says a phrase, I thought maybe we could make gingerbread houses and eat cookie dough and go ice skating and maybe even hold hands. So here's the part of the movie where Buddy and his father are hanging out and they're going to, they're, they're having, they're going to hang out for the whole day. And so Buddy has the perfect day figured out and clearly his father's not excited about this. But you know what I love about Buddy is that he's different and that he's weird. And can I just tell you something? Our lives should be a stark contrast to the world around us. We should be weird. We should be different. I tell you what, I'm not coming against anyone, but I tell you what, there's a danger in the midst of our culture and in our Christianity today where we become like the world. We're not supposed to be like the world. We're supposed to be different from the world. We're supposed to be separated and set apart. We're not supposed to be like them. And so guess what? By nature, sometimes we are going to look a little weird. It's just a reality. There's a pastor, Greg Koshel, he said this quote. He said, uh, we must be weird because normal 
isn't working. And here's what the Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. It says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. We're not supposed to be like everyone else. We're supposed to be like Buddy the Elf and stand out and be different, all right? So be different than everyone else this Christmas, all right? Uh, and then next phrase, two more. Uh, the second, the, the next one is, he says, I like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. <laughs> and I, I love it. He's just awkwardly, he's just smiling all the time. He's so happy. And you know what is sad? We mentioned this other, uh, the other day on another podcast that I started called Modern Christian Dads. Search that out. But we talked about our attitude, but it kind of connects with this, is that we should be a joyous, happy people that, you know, when people hang around us, the followers of Christ, they should be like, there's something different. I like that. I'm attracted to that. And I was joking on our other podcast. I said, you know, there's sometimes you hang out with Christians and it's like after hanging out with them for like 30, 40, an hour, I was like, man, I don't know if I want to be a Christian anymore, but buddy has this heart of joy and he's, he is always happy. And, and I want to be careful because I know that Christianity, Jesus at the same token said that we're going to have trials and it's not always going to be easy, but yet our lives should be filled with joy. Psalm 9 verse 2 says, I will be filled with joy because of you. I will sing praises to your name, almost high. So here we are, Buddy the Elf, he's living it out, man. Not only is he singing, but he's joyous and he's, his heart is filled with, with, with fullness. And this is, should be descriptive of a follower of Christ is that we are filled with joy because of who we have in our life, Jesus. And it releases praise. It releases worship out of us, right? Okay. Next one and final one is uh, I'm in love. I'm in love and I don't care who knows it. So in the movie, he falls in love with this uh, girl that he works with at the uh, store named Jody. And he, uh, um, gets to go on a date with her and, and having the time of his life, right? And so he uh, is just walking through the street and he's like, I'm love, I'm in love, and I don't care who knows it. And man, that's that's how I want to be. I want to be a radical, Jesus-loving, faith, joyous person that walks around like Buddy the Elf and says, man, I love Jesus and I don't care who knows. I'm not afraid. I'm weird. I'm different, but I love Jesus. And that's what we should live like. Mark 12 verse 30 says, and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind and all your strength. Hey, I think we should live like Buddy the Elf this Christmas season, right? That we should sing, that we our hearts should be filled with joy, that we're weird, that we're not ashamed, that we um, are filled with faith, that this is, is such a wonderful time to let all of those things flow out of us so that other people can hear and see how awesome and amazing Jesus is. Hey, I hope that encourages you and lifts you up. And hey, watch Buddy the Elf. You know what? I have not seen it yet this Christmas season. And, uh, you know, we're only a few days away from Christmas, so I got to get on it. I should probably wrap up this podcast and go watch Elf right now. Hey, thank you for joining us on the Grace Point Daily Podcast. You guys are awesome. Keep listening, and we will keep encouraging you to be that amazing, radical, faith-filled, joyous, different, radical follower of Christ. God bless you. Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you next time.